Chris and Arnaldo, and the song is about to end now. Go, Chris. Hi, it's Chris and Arnaldo. <laughs> it's episode 14 of FOMOcast. That's right. Um, we're going to have it. It's probably going to be a quicker one. We had such a jam-packed one last week. It was an hour and 10 minutes. We were telling we were ourselves, winded. we're going to say, we're going to keep it under 45 minutes. And all of a sudden, it's getting late. It's super hot in my den because I got no <laughs> air conditioner still. Woo. And we're like, you know what? We're going to go ahead and just keep going. So yeah. this one's going to be a little lighter. There's not too much news. Everything's kind of uh, dead. It's settled. Um, you figure most of these new shows, there's been some minor TV news that we can go over. Um that a lot of people don't really care about, but you know, it's different. Um, but um, if you guys want to get in contact with us, we'll start at the top of the show with facebook.com slash FOMOcast. Uh, Twitter is FOMO underscore cast. Our Instagram is underscore FOMOcast underscore, and our Patreon search for FOMOcast. So the so, first thing I want to talk about, I forgot, we, we didn't even think about yeah, this. Yeah, we haven't talked about anything. We're good. So the middle is going to end. Good. This is their last season. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I, I, I feel it's such a like trashy show. Like I watch Shameless, but I feel that the middle is trashy. <laughs> you know, it's um, there was times I felt that, like it was too over the top. Yeah, like there's no one letting their kid walk around all day long with their in their underwear. It ain't happening. Yeah, but it does happen. Sure, don't be showing it on TV. So yeah. I'm like, you know, I noticed that. My favorite thing though was the uh, Rob Lowe show. Did you hear about that one? Oh, the paranormal one. Yes, yeah, the it looks cool. Yeah. Apparently they see Bigfoot tonight. Oh. So if everyone wants to watch that, you know, just make sure you Google it. I don't even know what channel it's on, but I thought it was kind of funny. I think it's on Andy. Okay. Probably. Probably. Pretty sure. Who knows? I yeah. saw him driving a truck with his kids and I was like, yeah. what, what is Rob Lowe doing? <laughs> I'm like, is he on that show? Um, uh, Code Black. I go. Well, maybe you got canceled that show. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was more like a, like a bonding experience for us because actually he was talking about it on. One of the late night shows, like either Fallon or Kimmel, I can't remember which okay. one. Yeah. yeah, oh, he was on. He was on uh, Colbert. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He's super liberal, I believe. Yeah. So Colbert loves him. Yeah. So you know, I just figured I'd throw those two out there before we go into some big news that happened. Was Suicide Squad two mm-hmm. loses its director before anything even happens? David Ayer. No, it wasn't David Ayer. Wasn't no. doing it. No. um... Uh, I can't remember his name. I actually wrote his name down just to be safe because I knew it's um, he did some other movies. They were bragging about it, um, but he's going on to do something else. I can't even remember, uh, though. He's the guy that directed The Shallows. Oh, uh, Jean-Claude Jean- Serra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he just jumps ship. And the thing I don't like about it is, OK, so people hated um, Suicide Squad. I liked it. I liked it. Too. I enjoyed it. I think I think it's a split thing, though. Honestly, as far as like the fans, like I think people liked it, but also there are some that just want to be the haters that are like, it's not a comic book. It's not, you know. But come on, you can't fit everything in any book or comic book into a movie. It's unrealistic. It's it's impossible because yeah. there's so many different storylines. There's so many different timelines. Um, you know, it's everyone's yeah. just, you know, everyone's been freaking out about the Flashpoint news <laughs> because we talked about it a little bit last week about yeah. Matt, um, not Matt Damon, Ben Affleck possibly getting replaced as the Batman. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even 
that serious because what they're saying is is that they want to have a different Batman in the Flashpoint universe. Yeah, which so makes what this, sense. Which, which would mean, hey, look, he goes to this dimension. Is it's uh, uh, what's his face? Was it was his name Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Mm-hmm. Or hey, in this other one, it's Carrot Top. You don't know. You know what I mean? There's there's gonna have <laughs> that would be funny to <laughs> have. Yeah, someone. I would like to see Carrot Top. Hey, there you go. Hey, let's bring Gallagher. Exactly. <laughs> so um, as the Riddler, <laughs> people freak out and they're like, oh, hey, look, you know, this is. This is what's going on, and I'm just yeah. kind of like, you know what? Everyone just take a chill pill. Everyone just relax. Take it for what it's worth. I mean, exactly. I feel um, like the. I feel like anymore though, a lot of the comic book movies are taking some liberties, but they make sense. You know what I mean? Uh, on top of that, they do listen to the fans. They do most of the things that make us excited to keep watching these films. So I, I mean, it's it's so hard. Like you said, you know, with the Flash show, mm-hmm. people complained about it. And I'm like, you do realize this could be a completely different timeline. They're not, they don't have to follow by anything you want. Yeah, different Earths. And, right? and, and yeah. as as a fan of comics, mm-hmm. I would actually look forward to watching a movie that didn't have a continuing, like no timeline connected. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a new thingy for whoever character it is. And then all of a sudden they have like a little, oh, look, there's... There's a little hint towards this movie. Here's yeah. a little hint of that movie, and then they get me excited. Like, oh, hey, they're 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 not going by the book, but hey, they're, they're they know where they came from. Whatever. Yeah, it's something you know, that's like a fresh take on it. Hey, as long as the bat suit doesn't have nipples on it, I'm fine. You know. Well, what if it does? But you just don't know where they're at. <laughs> I mean, or it has a third one. You know, you yeah. never know. So, I mean, the thing I didn't like about the announcing the news the way they did was the stories are crap. Yeah. All the stories are saying is that. He's not doing it anymore. There could be a million different reasons. He could have got offered a job that's going to go now, and he'll be editing it when they would start the filming of the other movie. Yeah. Some people like to do different things. He did The Shallows. I don't know how he would fit into the that universe. Yeah. And I've heard multiple different podcasts say when they watch a certain kind of movie, they go, why are they going out there and trying to get these dudes that did this independent film or this one that did great at Sundance? You're a blockbuster film. You need a blockbuster director yeah that's why when they said jd abrams was doing the first star wars or star, i was, I was so star excited trek star yeah. trek 2 yeah and i was like they made the little complaints about his his what do they call it the the flare the flare yeah and i'm like you know what if he's artistic about it you still know it's going to be good it's a signature and he's such a good director what did he, the first thing that jj abrams did when they started filming he made sure they had the puppetry walk behind him while mm-hmm. he was talking to let people know he's legit guys we're going to <laughs> our roots where we use Practical props. So I think this is just a BS story. I don't know who put it out. I think they're trying to sabotage Suicide Squad 2. Yeah. Because my favorite thing is people will say, oh, you said, like, I I listened to a show and they're like, well, you said that Suicide Squad was going to do bad. He goes, no, 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 no. I said it was bad. It was a success in the Mm -hmm. theaters. And, you know, obviously certain characters were just kind of like, oh, why'd you have them there? Whatever. You know. Yeah, they had some throwaways, but whatever. As a whole, the movie yeah. worked. I, I was excited it. for it. Yeah. Great soundtrack, too. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens coming up, you know, who they'll try and tap to do it. We'll see. Um, same thing with the Han Solo thing. You know, we haven't heard anything. <laughs> and then even today, did you hear there were rum- rumors going around they want to do a Darth Vader film now? So yeah, I'd be into that. Well, they kind of did, but I'd be into that. I'd be into that. Darth Vader, for me, I think it would be awesome to do... A film set after he became Darth Vader. Do it a couple months after. And you know what? Let's bring back Hayden Christensen. Screw it. Hey, you know what's funny is <laughs> yeah. he he's 
very humble mm. compared to the Jake Lloyd, the young Anakin yeah. who went crazy and he's like killing, stabbing people and stuff like that. He's a drunk and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Hayden Christensen, I guess, um, so he has a kid with Rachel Bilson and I guess she doesn't want her kid to find out that her dad's Darth Vader. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny. Sure. But um, he went somewhere, like he was going, he started, he went to um, the Star Wars celebration this year mm-hmm. and nobody gave him any crap, you know what I mean? It's, it's hard I think people are starting to realize that George Lucas was the main problem behind those films. Yeah. Because he was living out some sort of dream he had. He had to have Jar Jar Binks in there. Had to have all this stuff. You know. He had to remaster everything. Throw um, E.T. his family into the the council. Yeah. You know, there's all these little things. Hey, I get it. It was, you know, I enjoy watching the first three. You know, I went through and watched every single one of them. Mm -hmm. And the tough part for me. It reminds me too much of like them. It was weird when you watched it. The graphics threw me for a loop, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, there's all these different options. They're director wise. I'm hoping that Ron Howard does good with the Han Solo and whoever gets Suicide Squad 2. I'm really hoping they do good for that, too. So, you know, what are you going to do? If you have an opinion on that, or if you have a movie you think we should go over, I've been finding out these little independent movies that I've been trying to watch on that app you showed me. Yeah. I've been watching some ones that I'd never heard before. I'm like, yeah, they're pretty funny. You see some you know, A and B, but if you guys have any movies you think we should watch that maybe you think is a great movie and everyone just panned, mm-hmm. you know, like I did with The Mummy. You know, I think The Mummy was a great movie. I loved it, yeah. Um, you know, hit us up at facebook.com slash filmocast message us on Twitter yeah. FOMO underscore cast or even shoot us a DM on Instagram underscore FOMO cast underscore and then remember we're trying to get that money in that Patreon so <laughs> search, us, search FOMO cast on Patreon so we can start doing something big yeah. working on a website right now can you stream everything on there and um, if SoundCloud does go down like the rumors of Bend we're going to find something else to go load our stuff up to but we still got Google Play and iTunes we're good no no we host on SoundCloud Oh. So I have to go like to Mixcloud or something like that. Oh, okay. You just find somewhere to host, basically. Sure. It. So we'll be good, though. Yeah. Um, so we'll keep rocking. We were just going to wing it today. And my favorite thing right now, um, let's do the binge corner. Yeah. We'll, so save, we'll, we'll save Game of Thrones corner for the end because it'll be spoilers galore sure. in the Game of Thrones corner. Right, so we were talking about it earlier. And I was like, hey, let's uh, kind of go over some of the shows you've recently binged. Um, I've gone through three series recently. I watched the Friends from College, which released less than a month ago. About a month ago, yeah. yeah. Uh, then Riverdale, because you've been telling me how awesome it is. Loved it, by the way. Uh, and then Ballers, because the new season started, so I was like, okay. And after going to the HBO event that we talked about last yeah. week, I was like, okay. Let me see what it's about. They're saying it's like entourage for um, Miami. Yeah, Miami. It's really yeah. sports really sports Yeah, sports oriented. themed, yeah. So, um yeah, what are what are some of the ones that you got? I mean, we'll so, go in depth, but go ahead. Yeah, so well, um, I've been hearing all this stuff about um, the OA. Okay, so I started watching that. I'm only one episode in. Um, the wife started binge watching Love, okay, which is pretty risque. That's a uh, Jed Apatow, right? Uh, I can't remember. I think so. It's got um, Gillian Jacobs, and uh, I can't remember any of the other guy. He's a big uh, Star Wars nerd, mm-hmm. but they're they both play like you know I I. I, I Barely watched it, but she loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, I end up binge watching like you know The Office again for the seventeenth <laughs> time. But so there's that one, and the one that I do want to watch is that new one with Jason Bateman on Netflix. Ozark, Ozark. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to start that. That's my next yeah. one to binge watch. Yeah. So I got nothing going on this weekend. I'm yeah. working early on Friday, so I'm going to get off. I'm going to start binge watching that stuff. Yeah. But 
let's go over. Tell me. Okay. What's so, up? Riverdale. Riverdale. Okay. So, so there'll be minor spoilers, but um, just so you know, CW does have a contract with Netflix, so it shows up like a week and a half, two weeks after the season's over. Yeah. The whole season's on there. Mm-hmm. So I've been bragging about it. I loved it. It was a sleeper hit for me because I was like, you're going to have Cole Sprouse on this thing, the yeah. little Sweet Life of Zach and Cody kid. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And he surprised you, huh, with his Jesus, acting chops? Jesus, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. It's, he's got legitimate acting chops. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, like Frankenstein grew up. It, it was <laughs> it was weird because uh, I was watching. What was I watching? I was watching a thing like on Snapchat. They have those like people story things where they do like a Snapchat yeah, thing. Yeah, and they all hang out together, and I'm like, that's why this show's so good because they have good chemistry. They have amazing chemistry offset. Yeah. And they're constantly talking trash to each other back and forth on Twitter, yeah. posting little jokes here and there. Yeah. So how, how did you feel about the show? Um, surprised the heck out of me. Like, it caught me right off the first episode. Um, it had a little bit of the PLL vibe, you know, but I felt that it was more substantial and more, like, well, like, oiled as opposed to watching, like, the first few episodes of PLL. Uh, Pretty Little Liars, if you don't already know that acronym, Which, that's a great show. Yeah, Chris but, loves it. But anyway, um, but so, it's, it is multi. It's it's more layered. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It just has like way more um, character. It has just way more. The acting is way better. I mean, straight up. But um, especially to start the way they start. Yeah, that acting is insane compared to Pretty Little Liars because Pretty Little Liars was very ABC Family to start, yeah. and when. They must have got word three seasons in, hey, we're going to Freeform, we're going to be more risque, and they changed. This one is literally like, here we go, let's do this. <laughs> and this so, so caught me off the first episode. Um, I love the concept of a reimagining of the Archie comics, um, you know, because we all kind of grew up with that in some way or another, you know, whether it's like in the Sunday newspaper or just picking up one of those Little Archie comics anywhere. I mean, for or us, the Bazooka Bubblegum. Yeah, exactly. For us specifically, yeah. you know, that, that were born in mid to late eighties. You mm-hmm. know, um, you've had some kind of Archie experience. So seeing that and all all that has transpired with that has been really really neat. Um, yeah, we binged it and like me and my wife watched it in like what two three days, and then <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, cool, this is awesome, great show. Um, highly recommend it. I I'd say if you give it like out of a score out of five. I personally would give it a five out of five just because I think it's so much a well-made show. It's well-made, and what I did like about it is is that Pretty Little Liars, I felt like they relied too much on the darkness. Yeah. Like everything's, mystery. everything's supposed to be eerie. On this one, it's more teen. It's a more teen slash soap opera kind of. Yeah. You pretty much know what's going on, and there's going to be a twist and a turn here and there. But at least they explain it, which I really like. Like, they give you, like... Like some kind of uh, foreshadowing, and then here's the reasoning. Well, you're like oh, and then okay. the, the thing I do like too is is that um, so if you haven't watched it, um, the one the girl that plays Veronica, mm-hmm. she hasn't been around. They lived in New York. The dad got busted for basically some Bernie Madoff type stuff. Yeah, and what ended up happening is they basically I don't, I've never seen this in a show before where they break down what happened. Like by like parents talking to parents, and yeah. you overhear the conversation, yeah, right. and it's not like, well, 
he, they, they don't use full names. And you're like, well, you know, he, he got caught doing this. And mm-hmm. so, like, what are we supposed to do with – and they, they make it very fit in. It's mm-hmm. not – Pretty Little Liars was too blatantly like, <laughs> well, you know, Officer so-and-so, he was found dead at this place. And yeah. you know what? He was friends with this person. And you're like, okay, you're just trying to explain things to us without <laughs> – like, you know, whatever. Yeah. So that's why I did love Riverdale. And I also love the fact that in the comic book, the biggest thing they said was that Jug head was asexual he didn't have a partner they had him have a girlfriend in this one and it was betty betty and that's a huge twist yeah because it was always archie right it was always archie and betty yeah they're best friends and the thing i like about this one too is it it almost gave me a like a 13 reasons why vibe yeah like it was it had some of the actors from it too right uh yes the kid uh the big asian kid the football player he's in 13 reasons why yeah what i really liked about it was just the feel of it was fantastic. Yeah. And it, 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 it was very coherent. It was very together. It wasn't, hey, I'm jumping from this to this to this, this. No, no. It was all there. And the visuals, too. Like, oh, my gosh. Beautiful cinematography. You know? So, the way the story is based on um, the main... What's the, I can't remember her name. The redheaded girl. Um, they're redheads. They're twins. <laughs> the, her brother dies. Mm-hmm. He drowns or falls in the boat. Whatever. Well... Those visuals from that water, they're wearing all white Mm -hmm. and it's, it's almost like a, like a smashing pumpkins video music video. (laughs) It's very hipsterish, but beautiful at the same time. It's basically you're rich blank you. Yeah. But it's also, this is so beautiful because the contrast of the water and the boat and the trees and they're wearing pure white. Yeah. They stand out. That visuals draws you in and they keep Mm -hmm. flashing back to it, flashing back to it, flashing back to it. It's insane. Watch it. Watch it. So, you were telling me last time about the, was it the Friends from College? Friends from College, yes. Okay. Uh, it's got Ben Savage. Um, dang, what's that guy's name? Keegan-Michael Keegan Key. Key. Yeah, Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, and then some other actors that I'm sure you've seen here and there. Um, it's essentially like um, 20 years later after college and these friends have all gone like they're separate ways but now they're kind of living in the same area um keegan michael key's character and his wife moved back it's uh, uh colby smolters that's oh his wife. yes 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 so that's his wife and you find out all this controversy that's been going on between them and all these it's it's similar to like a like a dark comedy almost like okay. like there's some really dark stuff happening like messed up stuff but there, it's light um and keegan michael key's like a, a writer and he's trying to like find his his you know, next piece and his friends like, dude, you should do like young teen, you know, like a twilight thing. And (laughs) (laughs) so, um, you know, I don't really want to ruin it because I think it's a really cool show to watch. I think the whole thing was maybe 10 episodes, half hours each. So you can watch it in five hours. I mean, if you just kind of break it down throughout the day, that's not bad. Yeah. Super easy to watch. Highly recommend it. Um, it got slammed by a lot of critics for not having enough like substance, but I didn't see that personally. You know, it is with a lot of stuff with critics. You got to take it with a grain of salt. I, I don't. I don't like critics anymore because they've been <laughs> they've been they've been harsh on so much stuff. Good and, stuff, right? And it's. I feel like. Um, like, it's, it's almost like it's sabotage, like paid sabotage, it seems like. Well, and the, the big thing I think is funny is that you basically get all this info from the critics. Yeah. And half the time it's BS. Yeah. And half the type, time it's basically, okay, it's Tom Cruise. This should at least be a 7 out of 10. So just because 
they didn't like the mummy because obviously Tom Cruise wasn't in it enough. Yeah. They think it's bad for a Tom Cruise movie. But so they rank it lower. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the problem is people judge it on the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. So, and what was the third one you talked about? Oh, I just finished, uh, got caught up on Ballers. Okay, so Ballers. So Ballers. Um, I literally watched that Sunday through Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, great show. Caught me right off the... Actually, so the first episode was a little slow, um, but then... Second and on, I was just like, okay, I just got to watch it. it's a very it. adult show for those that don't very know. Very adult. A lot of um, nudity. And I was surprised. I watched one episode because yeah. my father-in-law likes it. And I yeah. was like, oh, what? What, what, wait, what are you watching? Yeah. What? But I'm going to say it's perfect for those people that like have like an entourage um, like hole missing in their life. Um, same producers. So you got Mark Wahlberg and, um, you know, all his friends that have, that have made the, the shows previously. So it's got similar vibe, but it's more like on the East Coast in Miami. And it's got The Rock. He's, he crushes it. You know, he, great actor. He, when I watched him, he, he would make a great agent, I think. Yeah. Even though he's just acting, he yeah. would make a great agent. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same thing. Half hour, 10 episodes each. That's how I was able to go through it so quickly. Uh, if you have any other questions or concerns on that, facebook.com slash FOMOcast. And Chris, did you have anything? No, yeah, I started watching. I started watching the OA, and mm-hmm. it was different than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the basic premise of the OA is um, this girl. It's actually kind of cool they started. This girl gets recorded jumping off a bridge, mm-hmm. jumps in the water, and they pull her out, and... She's freaking out. She's like, I need to get back to, I need to get to a computer. I need to get to a computer. I need to get to a computer. And they go, what's your name? She goes, OA. And I was like, all right, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. So then um, these people walk in. They go, we want to let you know that uh, she's freaking out. She said she wants to get to a computer. Well, they walk in. She's like, oh, my God. So I thought the girl, she disappeared when she was little. And it's no, she, it's like, it's more modern. Hmm. And so basically what happens is the mom walks in, sits down, and she touches her face. And she's like, mom? And then you realize the girl was blind. Oh. So it's this weird thing. Like, I don't even know where to go from it, dude. It's it's <laughs> it's very intriguing, but Sarah doesn't like creepy stuff like this. So it's almost paranormal-ish? Or? It, because she's sitting there. And so, you know, Phyllis from The Office? Okay. So, so she plays the... <laughs> The teacher at the school Okay And this kid um, He deals drugs Whatever He's a bad kid um, This one's grotesque too There's nudity in it as well mm. And his dog bites her Cause she's like I need a modem Cause yeah. she wants to use The internet so bad And he She pretends to be His mom To get him out of trouble That way He doesn't get suspended So his dad doesn't find out Whatever And he ends up He punches a a kid That sings a gay kid He's super He hates gay kids Mm -hmm. He punches him in the throat And uh, he's a singer Fractures his vocal cord He does it on purpose Yeah That's checked out I can't remember her name But Phyllis The one who plays Phyllis And I think her real name In in real life is Phyllis Um, (laughs) She's talking to her And the girl's just sitting there Explaining to her Everything that's wrong With her life And it's like how do you know this? How do you know all yeah. this stuff? And it's like, okay, look, she could be just good at an, a good observer, whatever. But it's just, it, it gave me a weird vibe. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to binge watch the OA, mm-hmm. then binge watch Ozark. Yeah, which I'm going to get on that. I'm going to get on that probably tonight. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to start it up. Well, everyone's been telling me that Ozark is like season three of Breaking Bad. 
that's where it's like it's like starts like you're in the middle of it okay so two of them i hopefully you'll know more by next week i'll probably start stay with the oa i'll probably watch an episode after we finish the podcast today um but yeah like like ronaldo said go to facebook.com slash fomo cast twitter fomo underscore cast let us know tweet at us shout out to tweet, us tweet. yeah um so let's go to Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones corner. Yeah. So if you have not seen the new episode of episode Game of Thrones, episode three. Episode three. Jesus, man. So um, much. So much going on. Um, there's already complaints that it's going too hard, too fast. There's some complaints about that. Um, yeah, I want it all. <laughs> um, my favorite thing about this episode, so like I said, spoiler alert, is it goes so hard without going hard. Yeah. You don't a lot see of foreshadowing. You don't see the Lannister army do anything. You just know, oh, they did something. Yeah. So um, we'll save the the juiciest thing I've ever seen in a show ever for the very end. But um, so there's been. If we've, let me ask, is it um, a Tyrell? Yeah. Scene? Okay. Go ahead. That's yeah. That's <laughs> right. that's the most savage thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, but basically, the episode it was so tightly packed, and um, I like the fact that this year. So well, I think it was season. Four or uh-huh. five where Bran didn't show up at all. Oh yeah, was it one of the seasons. One of the seasons. Believe, yeah, it was. he wasn't. He wasn't in it at all. Yeah. And this year, what they're doing is is obviously John's a focal point. Yeah. Cersei's a focal point, and Daenerys is a focal point. Mm-hmm. So Bran and Arya are kind of taking turns going back and forth. Mm-hmm. The scene where they see each other again that was awesome. Bran's just like a gangster, like oh hi Sansa, mm-hmm. and she freaks out, and I'm like, this this kid is. The ward, and then I love the fact that he's the three-eyed raven now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "What does that mean?" He <laughs> understands that he cannot be the king of the north. Yeah. He doesn't want to be king of the north. He's seeing everything. He's seen the White Walkers run around the edge. Mm-hmm. Have you been watching for that water on the side? It's all salt, yep. frozen solid. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, the foreshadowing. Like, there's like, so it, much. It looks like it's getting darker too. It mm-hmm. looks like it's getting thicker. Um, so you know, that, you know, it was funny too. Sorry, but <laughs> like when he's explaining what, like, his whole journey to her, mm-hmm. it's like she was listening to somebody explain Burning Man to her. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I don't know what that means, bro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And the the thing I'm laughing about is, I'm like, oh no. I mean, I go, I was kind of like, well, how does this affect? Because everyone's saying the rumor is that John putting her in in charge mm-hmm. is going to ruin things. No. And I think it's going to make things stronger because oh, yeah. he's showed his confidence in her and he's already said, I need to go take care of this. Mm-hmm. You're in charge. So um, I love that part. I love the fact that uh, Davos is still being the baller with words. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people don't know. So Davos, the only reason why Bear Island is involved in this and uh, what's, what's her what's the little girl's name? Liana. Is it? No. I can't remember her name. Yeah. The little girl. I know you're talking about, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the only reason why she's with them is because of Davos. Davos yeah. So he he knows how to speak to her. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is fantastic. She she he he's helping out in a dramatic fashion. So you get the whole thing, the dragon I love the dragon scaring John and Davos. That was so but, funny. But did you notice that he it happened when she said, uh, when he's talking to um, Tyrion, and he's just like, you know, it, it's never really fared well for a, um, a Stark. And he's like, I'm not a Stark. And then, boom, dragon shows up. Oh. Did you notice that? Oh, I didn't know. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> huh? 
oh. mind blown. And they also said this something similar when they were talking mm-hmm. about how I'm not, I'm not. He keeps calling him a bastard over and mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Yeah. And I'm like, what's gonna happen when they find out? Because Bran's not there. Mm-hmm. So my favorite person to see in this episode was Braun when yeah. he was riding with with the officers. I'm mm-hmm. like, but this is the thing. What's gonna happen when? So we'll skip to it. Okay. The good part. Yeah. Uh, the Queen Thorns, Lady Tyrell. Mm-hmm. So basically, the, her palace is taken over. Basically, what happens is is um, the Lannisters real. They start thinking like Tyrion. Yeah. They start thinking like Robb Stark, and they go, "Oh, we don't need Castle Rock. Castle Rock has no and value useless, or yeah. position. We're going to give it up." And Euron Greyjoy destroys all the Sullys, Unsullied. Uh, the way they call them, Unsullied. Unsullied, yeah. Destroys all their ships. Yeah, they have nowhere to go. There's no food. There's no nothing there. Yeah, they're gonna just smoke them. Minimal out. amount of men. They're gonna they're gonna leave them there. And so what they did instead was they took everything to Tyrells mm-hmm. and they overtook tore it them, up. tore it up. Mm-hmm. And then literally you don't see any of it. Yeah. All you see is the the men aftermath. Yeah, lined up mm-hmm. waiting outside. And you uh, see bodies sprayed out. Yeah, too, yeah. Jamie Lannister walks in very casually. Yeah, which you know that he's uh, Danish. I can see that. His accent is hilarious when he talks normal. <laughs> yeah. He sounds he sounds like he's German trying to speak English. Does he sound like gold member? <laughs> yeah. Cl- kind of close, dude. Isn't that fiat? <laughs> he, he, he doesn't say it that thick, but yeah. he, his, his, his mannerisms, everything is great. Yeah, pretty close. So he walks in. And he's talking to Lady Tyrell, and she's like, "Is it over?" And she's, he's like, "Yes, it is." Yeah. Like, did my men fight well? And he didn't say anything. Yeah, they didn't like, fight well. No. <laughs> so um, she's sitting there, and she's like, "So uh, how is it going to be?" And basically, he lists off all the normal stuff: the flaying, the hanging, the senator through the street, and getting basically flogged. flogged. And, yeah. And um, he goes, "But I talked Cersei out of that." Yeah. And he pulls a little jar out, and basically, he said, "I'm going to let you have the easy way out." Yeah. He's like, well, that she goes, that's very noble of you. She, she takes a sip, she drinks the whole thing, yeah. and she's like, oh no, no, she's like, she's like, is it gonna hurt? Oh yes. And then, he said no. Yeah. And so did. she drinks the whole thing, and then she goes, well, I didn't want to end up like Joffrey, yeah. writhing around, grabbing at my neck. And then she says, you know, when I did that, yeah. I wasn't sure what the outcome was going to be, basically. And he looks at her like, like, you got to be kidding me. You and, kidding me? And he basically <laughs> goes. Uh, I just joy in knowing the look on Cersei's face when you tell her. Yeah. So th- this has many effects to me. First of all, this blame Tyrion. First off, too, this gives Jamie a lot of second thoughts about going after Tyrion because he didn't believe Tyrion did it to begin with. Yeah. And, and Cersei only, was pushing for and it. And the only reason why he got mad was because he killed their father. Yeah. But he was kind of happy because they have power again. But he killed their father. Well, now he realizes they pushed Tyrion to kill their father. Mm-hmm. So my key thing is, what's going to happen when Bronn realizes this? Because Bronn may be about the money, but he's loyal to Tyrion. Yeah. Because he came and told Tyrion himself he couldn't fight for him in the match. Mm-hmm. Because he got paid off, basically, by the Lannisters. Yeah. And he goes, you know, you know I'm your friend, whatever. So... I was really hoping, what's his face, um, uh, Squire. Oh, uh, Podrick? I was hoping Podrick would go to the <laughs> castle and see Tyrion. Yeah. So I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of a reunion with them. Cause oh, that's right, because, yeah. Okay. He he sent him with Braun, and then yeah. Braun met up with, uh, uh, um, what's her face? So I'm really excited for this rest of the season. Yeah. There's only, what, four episodes left? Yeah. 
and um, there was hackers that got the script to the next episode. And the episodes, too. Right. Yeah, so... So I don't know what's going to happen. If those of you out there do not read it, don't tell me about it. I don't want to have anything like that. Um, thank God for Arnaldo because I've been watching it on my phone. I've been at my in-laws or whatever. I've been just watching it nonstop. Um, yeah. If you want to, if you want to get some of that DirecTV now, love. If HBO is only five bucks, hey. hit me up at a uh, underscore FromoCast underscore, underscore at Instagram. And I'll get I'll get you hooked up. He'll take care of you. It's fantastic. Yeah. But the thing I'm looking forward to is they haven't mentioned any more stuff about the premonitions that she had as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're avoiding it for a reason. Yeah. So the premonition for those that don't know was that all of her kids would die, mm-hmm. which has happened. Happened. And that her brother would kill her. Her younger brother yeah. would kill her. And they haven't emphasized at all since like the second or third season that Jamie is younger than her by like five minutes. Yeah. So, all these previews we saw, they're so misleading when they show Jamie gliding into battle when there's fire everywhere. Yeah. How do you know he's not working with Daenerys? Because in the conversation he has with uh, Tyrell, the mm-hmm. Queen of Thorns, she says that she's the Mad Queen. Yeah. So we may be getting misled thinking that Daenerys is going to be, become the Mad Queen and that yeah. Cersei is actually going to become the Mad Queen. She already did the thing that, that they stopped... Uh, Daenerys' father from doing with the with the dragon's fire. Yeah. He killed everybody in the sept. Mm-hmm. And then um, you know, who what's gonna happen with the banker? If she kills the banker, I guarantee it's it's, it's on. It's on. <laughs> yeah. Because then they the bankers of Bravos are gonna be donating all their money to Daenerys' campaign. Yeah. Trying so to take her down. It's gonna be interesting. Um Theon those that for those that don't know, he was in there for a couple minutes. He got picked up by the uh the guy that already hated him, ship. Remember, that's the guy that hated him when he came back to the oh, island yeah, yeah. <laughs> and talked crap about him. And he is like, you know, and the funny part was is everyone gives him crap. And I'm like, you got to remember. This like, guy was a, like, he was a he, prisoner he, of war. <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, and that's he, what people, people don't realize. It was over the course of over at least a year. Yeah. And everyone thinks, like, well, you know, he got over. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. His sister was crude and gross. Yeah. And I think she's the one that told him he needs to jump off the ship. Yeah. Because he knew if he went towards it, he'd his, get his tongue his cut uncle out. Yeah. Would slit her throat and then cut his tongue out. Yeah. So his best bet was to do that. And But the guys, you do give him crap. And they said, I tried. He goes, well, if you tried, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. So I don't know what that's going to lead. I don't know if they're going to decide to go join Euron or what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm hoping to some sort of sneaky stuff. But Euron. When they said that he was going to be worse than Ramsey, um, I still don't feel that he is. But I, he's, he's more savage in the conversation yeah, aspect because like, he is telling Jamie, "I'm going to get your sister." <laughs> Do you think she likes a finger on her butt? That's what he said. <laughs> the, the, when, when, I almost choked. I was drinking when that happened. Yeah. And he's like, well, what do you mean? Well, I mean, like, what does she like a thumb in her butt? And I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? 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 <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? And he goes, and he goes, shh, 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 shh. Yeah. And puts his fingers to his face. And he goes, not in front of everyone. Yeah. He goes, we'll talk about this later. And I'm like, this dude is like a, a movie star. Yeah. And um, I will say that while I hate Cersei, what she did to the Sand Snakes was the most fitting punishment I've ever seen in Game of Thrones. That was straight up eye for an eye right there. That was eye for an eye. Yeah. And he punished her the same way that she was punished. Yeah. And she goes, I'm going to make you watch. And the funny part is, is 
This is why they say hint at the Mad King is that apparently I didn't know this when um, Rob Stark's father was burned alive. Mm-hmm. The way his brother died was he um, suffocated from trying to pull off the chain to try and save his father. Uh, so that's what she's doing. She's pulling in the chain. So they're saying, look, she's just like the Mad King. She's torturing. Hmm. This, though, I think is a misdirect because, like you said, eye for an eye. Yeah. They're trying to throw people off because they don't remember. Two seasons ago, yeah. they did the exact same thing to her. Yeah. So a lot has happened. I'm so stoked. It's Stay so tuned. awesome. <laughs> it, the next week, Game Throne Corner, um, we're probably going to record a day early. Yeah. Because Mr. Arnaldo's got a, a little movie premiere to Woo! go to. The Hitman's Bodyguard. I'm excited. It looks like an amazing movie. Yeah. That may be one of the few ones I go see in the theater this year. Yeah. And we'll probably talk about it the week after. So, we'll see. Wait, does it, it comes out that, that weekend, right? You know, I'm not really sure. I just... <laughs> I'm just going to that premiere. I'm like, I've oh. been seeing the premiere, the, the stuff for it, and uh, I love Ryan Reynolds in a comedic role like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Samuel Jackson. I mean, what are you going to do? You know, you do? <laughs> Last thing, did you see the reveal of Domino from Deadpool 2? Yeah, there's controversy about it, whatever. Yeah, you know what? Hate gone hate. <laughs> more comic book nonsense. Yeah. Somebody apparently went out and made a more realistic. I don't. Ben Lego. <laughs> I don't care the color of the skin. I don't yeah. care any of that stuff. And I'm actually kind of offended. I guess in Spider-Man: Homecoming, that they, they, they're basically having Zendaya be uh, MJ, mm-hmm. but they didn't want it to, to be obvious. Yeah. I'm like, why? Who cares what color her skin is? She, MJ's MJ. Yeah. So you know, give it like we said. We're finishing up right now. Give us your opinion. Facebook.com/slash/fomocast. Underscore FOMOcast underscore for our Instagram and Twitter is FOMO underscore cast. Go to our Patreon. Um, shoot us anything. Let us know what you want to see. And also, Tim, I know it's D23 for the <laughs> Disney. I like saying D23 because it sounds better than me to me like that. Uh, and I actually said that prior to the show. I was like, hey, let's talk about D23. And then when you said D23, I'm like, all right, Chris, gonna be Chris. Hey, I'm going to do me. <laughs> it's D23 to me. So whatever you want to do, you do. So, um, you know, for the podcast today, I'm Chris. I'm Arnaldo. Thank you so much for listening again and uh, have a great week, y'all. We'll see you next time.